0: On this day in church history, the Franciscans, on February 24th, 1208, Francis of Assisi attended Mass in the little church of St. Mary of the Angels. The priest read from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10, Jesus sent out the 12 apostles with these instructions, You received without paying, now give without being paid. Don't take along any gold, silver, or copper coins, and don't carry a traveling bag or an extra shirt or sandals. Those verses so moved Francis that he resolved to become an an itinerant evangelist in the mold of the original apostles. He shared his burden with a few followers, and they devised a simple strategy to wander through the country as poor men, preaching the gospel and attending those with needs. Francis put his thoughts into writing and traveled to Rome, seeking endorsement from Pope Innocent III. The Pope hesitated. My son, he said, your plan of life seems too hard and rough. But he eventually acquiesced, and Francis later wrote, When the Lord entrusted brothers to me, nobody told me how to treat them, but the Most High revealed to me personally that I ought to live according to the norms of the Holy Gospel. I had it all written down in a few simple words, and the Lord Pope approved it. And those who wished to embrace the life gave the poor everything. They had no and had contented themselves with a tunic patched inside and out, and a belt and some underclothes, and we did not wish for anything more. Within eight years, Francis's order numbered 5,000 men, and by the time he died from tuberculoid leprosy in his mid-forties, he was so beloved that his followers feared the masses would steal his body. So they entombed him beneath the altar of the Benz Basilica of St. Francis under a slab of granite, travel, 10 welded bands of iron, a 190-pound grill, and a 200-pound rock. They buried him so well, in fact, that his coffin wasn't discovered until the 19th century. His followers, however, continued his mission, and today the Franciscan Order, in all its branches, is the largest religious order in the Roman Catholic Church. As you go, announce the kingdom of heaven, will soon be here. You received without paying, now give without being paid. Don't take along any gold, silver, or copper coins, and don't carry a traveling bag or an extra shirt or sandals or walking stick. Matthew 10, verses 7 and 8. Good morning, good morning. Today is the 24th day of February. It is Saturday. It is currently 45 degrees and sunny here in Stockbridge. We can expect sunny skies and a high of 62 on this breezy day, so we got a little, gonna have a little breeze out there, a little wind, and uh, let's pray, and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for uh, men like Francis, devoting their lives, Lord, uh, to you, and and uh, just forsaking all the luxuries of of life, uh, just to to follow you, to, to walk after you, Lord, and. And uh, Lord, just give us all uh, hearts like that, that You would remove that uh, uh, the desire for the the worldly things, Lord, and and uh, certainly You bless us with some of these things, Lord. But help it to not be our desire and our drive to to attain uh, worldly things that are so temporary, Lord. Father, we do just want to lift up those that are. Uh, uh, just going through uh, tough times, Lord. I uh, think of uh, Elva and her the, the nephew with the ruptured hernia and her daughter Lynette and Robert with their marriage and cramped sisters. We ask for salvation for them, Lord. Tracy's dad in the hospital, uh, Teresa with the broken crown and Betsy with the neuropathy related to her diabetes. And uh, we just lift up Milton's future knee surgery and Keisha with her... Uh, just children uh, and their behavior in school and their schoolwork, Lord, and uh, just give them, uh, give the teachers wisdom and understanding, and Keisha wisdom and understanding, Lord. We ask you to be with Bob, uh, Wendy's husband, and we just ask for your healing hand there, Lord, a miracle, and uh, also with Serge's dad with the cancer, with the uh, prostate cancer, Lord. We just ask for. Uh, just a uh, direction for the doctors lord that they would take care of that and, and lord we do lift up angel marie the uh, just uh, just looking lord just kind of uh, homeless and and uh, just needing uh, you to radically change her life lord and so we just ask for you to do that lord to reveal yourself in a mighty way to her lord she would see you and hear you lord And Lord, be with us right now as we get into this lesson. Lord, open our eyes and our hearts to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, the delight of sacrifice by Oswald Chambers. I will very gladly gladly spend and be spent for your souls. 2 Corinthians 12, 15. Once the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, we deliberately begin to identify ourselves with Jesus Christ's interests and purposes in others' lives. Romans 5.5 5. And Jesus has interest in every individual person. We have no right in Christian service to be guided by our own interests and desires. In fact, this is one of the greatest tests in our relationship with Jesus Christ. The delight of sacrifice is that I lay down my life for my friends. Jesus, see John 15.13 I don't throw my life away but I'm willing and deliberately lay it down for him and his interests in other people. And I do this for no cause or purpose of my own. Paul spent his life for only one purpose that he might win people to Jesus Christ. Paul always attracted people to his Lord but never to himself. He said I have become all things to all men that they that I might be all means that that I might by all means Save some of them, in First Corinthians nine twenty-two. When some, when someone thinks that to develop a holy life he must always be alone with God, he is no longer any use to others. This is like putting himself on a pedestal and isolating himself from the rest of society. Paul was a holy person, but whenever he went, Jesus Christ was always allowed to help him to his life. Many of us are interested only in our goals, and Jesus cannot help himself to our lives, but we are totally surrendered to him. We have no goals of our own to serve. Paul said that he knew how to be a doormat without resenting it because the motivation of his life was devotion to Jesus. We tend to be devoted not to Jesus Christ, but to the things which allow us more spiritual freedom than total surrender to him would allow. Freedom was not Paul's motive at all. In fact, he stated, I could wish that I myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren. Romans 9.3 Had Paul lost his ability to reason? Not at all. For someone who is in love, this is not an overstatement. And Paul was in love with Jesus Christ. Wisdom from Oswald Chambers. When a man's heart is right with God, the mysterious utterances of the Bible are spirit and life to him. Spiritual truth is discernibility only to a pure heart and not to a keen intellect? It is not a question of profoundly, it is not a question of profoundly of profundity, profundity of intellect, but of purity of heart. And our reading for today is Mark chapter five, verses one through twenty. Subtitled, The Gerasene Demoniac. They came to the other side of the sea, to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, immediately a man from the tombs with an unclean spirit met him. And the man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with chains. For he had often been bound with shackles for the feet and with chains, and he tore apart the chains and broke the shackles into pieces, and no one was strong enough to subdue and tame him. Night and day he was constantly screaming and shrieking among the, among the tombs on the mountains and cutting himself with sharp stones. Seeing Jesus from a distance, he ran up and bowed down before him in homage, and screaming with a loud voice, he said, what business do we have in common with each other, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I implore you by God, swear to me, do not torment me. For Jesus had begun saying to him, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. He was asking him, what is your name? And he replied, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he began begging him repeatedly not to send them out of the region. Now there was a large herd of pigs grazing there on the mountain, and the demons began begged him, saying, send us into the pigs that we may go and send us... To the pigs that we may go into them, Jesus gave them permission, and the unclean spirit came out of the man and entered the pigs. The herd, numbering about two thousand, rushed down the steep bank into the sea, and they were drowned one after the other in the sea. The herdmen tending the pig ran away and reported it to the city and in the country, and the people came to see what had happened. And they came to Jesus and saw the man who had been demon possessed sitting down, clothed in his right mind, and the man who had previously had the legion of demons. And they were frightened. Those who had seen it described in detail the people to the people what had happened. So the demon-possessed man, what had happened to the demon-possessed man, and told them all about the pigs. So the people began to beg with Jesus to leave the region. And as he was stepping into the boat, the Gentile man who had been demon-possessed was begging with him, asking that he might go with him as a disciple. Jesus did not let him come but instead said to him go home to your family and tell them all the great things that the Lord has done for you and that, and how he has had mercy on you so he obeyed and went away and began to publicly proclaim in Decapolis the region of the 10 Hellenistic cities all the great things that Jesus had done for him and all the people were astonished we praise you lord we thank you for this amazing word and your amazing healing hand in this Ben's life, Lord, and, uh, and his desire to declare you, uh, this order from you, this direction to go and declare you to his family and to those around him, Lord. And we thank you that he followed that direction, Lord. And Lord, help us to uh, follow that as well, have that same heart, Lord, to declare the work that you've done in our lives to those around us. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify you. Be with us today, Lord, with the food and clothing handout, Lord. We just ask that uh, you would bring your volunteers out for that, Lord, that you would uh, bring people out that are in need, Lord. And it would be a blessing, Lord, and they would see that uh, you have so much more than them than just food, Lord. And so we just ask that you would just help us to reflect you to those uh, that come out this morning, Lord. They would see you in and through our lives and through the way we love them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. You guys have an amazing day. We'll see you soon. God bless.